welcome back to black couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another double episode of the good place season two episode one and episode two the first one is a two-parter which i did not know since i just watched it on netflix so it came as one episode so i did not know it was a two-parter until i was doing my show notes so we're going to start with everything is great part one and two written by jen stasky directed by trenton o'donnell this episode premiered 9 26 of 17 and i gave it an 8 out of 10 i enjoyed it for the most part but i enjoyed the second one a lot better michael and sean have a conversation picking up fairly quickly after the events of the finale and michael says i won't let you down and he says i think you will (laughs) sean follows it up with you and your cockamamie and i'm like who told you that word who have you been speaking with in the black community sir and that his plan will go down in flames and he will be eviscerated So not a lot of confidence in Mikey's success regarding round two. There is a torture of pep talk between the town folks. And we find out that these are the people that actually that were working on other torture and are pulled from their regular job to be a part of this uh, pilot, if you will. I'm glad that we still see Baba John. I was happy to see him. I was sad he did not get any lines in these two episodes. And now, real Eleanor, whose name really is Vicky, she is now cast as Denise, and there's a guy that is really into biting. And the old-fashioned method of torture is easy. Everyone kind of wants to go back to that. But Michael's like, I think that we can do this a better way. That is more, (laughs) I guess... Uh, to me he wants to do it in a more sophisticated fashion versus a barbaric way and i have to give him a little credit for that because it is kind of not about mutilation or you know just a whole bunch of decapitation or you know foul type of violent reaction it's more about the psychological torture that is more you know rewarding to watch if you like human suffering the way michael likes human suffering but it doesn't involve him getting his hands dirty or organizing something where people are just it's it's boring he wants to have a little pep in his step when it comes to the torture game and he also is very ambitious about this project despite the frustration though they start round two starts well enough eleanor can't recall janet's name because listening to people talk about themselves is annoying and then pats herself on the back for not doing it saying you did you did the right thing girl and displays this even more when she runs into bart and nina she asks them is there a phone book around here because she has the note that says find chidi but nina's like there's no need for phones duh and she agrees saying people are are like nature's apps (laughs) yeah yeah baby (laughs) eleanor runs into jason who gives her something (laughs) i didn't know what this was 
when michael gets her to speak at the welcome party in an effort to get her drunk so she will begin to think that she doesn't belong here once she makes things happen and they also make her the number one point getter eleanor said nope but michael doesn't care presents her with a dress and that dress comes with a tiara and a sash that says best person so petty i did laugh out loud only michael gets the shit though he only he's the only one that gets the jokes her soulmate ditches her to go to the gym because he takes off his shirt to go to the gym every time she looks like she's going to confess to him which is something michael has told him to do but also wanted him to you know elaborate on that one excuse come up with some more he didn't know how to do that while jessica now the host works on getting her drunk but she is not in the mood but just as she is tempted she hears chidi and has found her target telling him we need to talk chidi we get his perspective is told all his heroes are dead when he is reawoken in the bad place and michael is introducing him he presents him not with one soulmate but with three and has to choose between pedro angelique and pavita i love that he didn't even try to date pedro he's like look guy i don't swing that way <laughs> but he does have panic attacks about decisions and even had one at a make your own sunday bar which those are the best i would never put you in a painful situation michael says i will say michael does feel a little mustache like my plan is coming together like back up dude just back up denise is reduced to a pizzeria owner and she is very jelly about it as chidi sets up some speed dates with angelique who he immediately clicks with since she likes the same type of book that no one's ever heard of then pavita who answers no no i can no and then as he's about to pick angelique is told that she's pedro's soulmate and pavita is his clearly no one is happy about this decision except baby pedro <laughs> pavita doesn't seem to care but angelique and chidi are now two star-crossed lovers at the party chidi is awkward about it and drinking denise she really wants her old roll back she's like i broke chidi's heart a million times she is feigning a spring leg but chidi does not pay her any mind when angelique steals his attention as they continue to talk about their feelings but not and then enters eleanor she gets him alone to explain something is up as she doesn't recall writing the note and shows it to him but chidi doesn't understand what she's talking about and ditches her to find his beloved soulmate or his believed soulmate michael calls for the speech and eleanor asks the token jason gave her to please get her the hell out of it move to tahani tahani wakes up in the bad place good place whatever place meets her new soulmate who is a doctor but also short his name is tomas their house is very tiny just a cozy little room that is even further reduced to a floor because as humanitarians they need less 
it's further worse for her because he's a big fan of her sister and they have a picture of her ass on the wall i'd start smoking pot i'm just saying if he can get porn jason last episode i don't understand and even in the second episode when we get there why we just can't ask janet for these rated r things because they don't seem to be not allowed my girl go out party have an affair but she tries by deciding to dress down since he is not going to dress up for this party and she is not too happy about it saying she looks like a clog wench she can feel the breeze on her feet and that's why crocs have holes in them and she has some on at this party as well i used to love crocs at one point and then i too realized just exactly what i was doing to my overall presentation to the world eleanor passed the shots we saw in the previous scenes to tahani who is called out twinsies by the one guy whose name i never remember because they have the same cargo pants <laughs> and he is a garbage man from winnipeski winnipeki 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 i don't know i wrote it down and then he says how about you bitch i'm trying to get drunk 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 just as she begins eleanor that is tahani takes over the speech and drunkenly welcomes everyone to the neighborhood eleanor is encouraged to get her off the stage but she gets very belligerent when she is asked to step aside rips off uh, eleanor's snap uh, sash falling into the shrimp bowl and setting the drapes on fire let's move on to jason who awakes in the good slash bad place he has a new soulmate and it's a buddhist monk named luang who is also mute who is his constant companion and when luang's back is turned jason disables his bike when the two ride into town and that is the part that he gave eleanor he can't escape him or he tried to escape him but he realized he could not until tahini's little stunt caught his attention so he is able to get away from the party michael wonders what the fork is happening because denise has asked for a bigger part we didn't see this scene earlier but we get to see what was behind the limp because she just is a ferrari and you do not put a ferrari in the garage and she wants to give herself a limp so he says fine give yourself a limp as the fire is going down chidi pulls eleanor aside to tell her he knows that book that she had the paper on because despite him blowing her off he did have it on his mind which means despite never meeting they actually do know each other since it's one of his philosophy books eleanor being all into chidi's possible pickup lines were hilarious michael can't believe the four humans are missing and that he's the only one that understands human lingo but he's also making many unhappy as this job is weird eleanor and chidi are at her house putting the pieces together that they do not belong chidi's still going back to the damn almond, <laughs> almond milk i guess you don't call it almond even jason and oh what's her name janet are making their love connection once again michael watches as round two unfolds right before his eyes quicker than the first time when everyone shows up at eleanor's 
like idiots both she and tahani suss out the weirdness before eleanor once again figures it out and michael tells her now he knows why it got derailed so fast especially when she reveals uh she had the note and then he says third time's a charm and restarts it sean however doesn't know about this and vicky ignored is gonna be a problem which we get to in our next episode i was very surprised i was surprised he lied to sean but i would think that sean would suss him out but i guess not he seems to be like doing other stuff like it never crossed his mind because why would an angel lie let's move on to dance dance resolution and let me tell you i thought we were going to see dancing in this episode and we did not it all revolved around a story this episode was written by megan amran and directed by drew goddard premiere 9 28 of 2017 and i gave this one an 8.6 out of 10 michael is stupidly leaving audio evidence that this is his third attempt and i couldn't help but think this would bite him in the ass but it didn't even matter while take three does last 128 days ultimately eleanor figures it out that they're in the bad place and the moment they have to decide who goes to the bad place is the moment they figure it out did she call janet big-breasted alexa (laughs) i was dying i also love that eleanor won't sacrifice chidi no matter what jason saying i'm too young to die but too old to eat off the kids menu you're never too old to eat off the kids menu when i just need a snack i don't want a whole meal like you know what let me get that six piece happy meal i'll get my daughter the toy we move to attempt number 11 which was going swell until he decided to do three hours of spoken poetry and eleanor knows immediately that she's in hell each time janet has to be killed by michael and rebooted and the attempts keep happening all the way until 108 ain't nobody told sean about these shenanigans but he left the door open and thus eleanor heard him when he was preparing for 109 so another attempt it is oh yeah you gotta get swifty you gotta get swifty in here i really like the different scenarios the way they change things up the way in which uh eleanor kept calling chidi every different name just what was it cheeto chili <laughs> I started singing a song. Chitty, 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 rockin' everywhere. Chitty, 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 rockin' everywhere. Rockin' everywhere, rockin' everywhere. I found you, little chitty. (laughs) Anyhow, um, more hilarious attempts occur, but Eleanor figures it out every time. Tahani and a golden retriever get to be Eleanor's soulmate, while Chitty, aka Cheeto, runs from bees and deals with an angry pig for reasons i do not know janet's pleas were very funny i think the best one because i was just talking about hamilton on the charm podcast because she says can you just chill out can you chill out a little bit michael says (laughs) she says i have tickets to hamilton my favorite though was michael i'm pregnant and it's your baby (laughs) and she put up the ultrasound (laughs) 
<laughs> it was at that moment janet really started to grow on me attempt number 464 god damn michael got a beard he's drinking now he keeps lying but he's in too deep he's in joggers and he's stress eating he's talking about his legs <laughs> flapping like <laughs> and then eleanor is right there what do you mean he said this one don't even count attempt number 649 this is fucking awesome what grabbed my attention immediately because i started getting distracted because it went by so quick was the names of the restaurants the hot dog on a stick and then everything was on a stick was kind of hokey but my favorite was uh, i wrote them down hockey neoki but i didn't write down all of that one because i think these are jokes and that was the one where i was like oh that's funny but then i moved on over to krish from a rose biscotti pippin <laughs> beignet in the jets cake carnival crueler intentions i see what you did there i saw what you did janet takes eleanor back to chile <laughs> she's like hey, i'm standing right here then as time continues to go on at this point it's jason who figures it out he said jason figured it out jason nah just nah, i'm sick attempt 802 vicky and many others have demands now and michael will do them because she's blackmailing him for control eleanor and chidi go to the clam chowder fountain clam chowder is disgusting eleanor i agree completely i love the ways in which he made sure to talk about how disgusting it is calling it hot milk or hot ocean milk with dead animal croutons <laughs> i don't see why people eat clam chowder and they discover that they are not in the good place when they follow the smell of cigar smoke and there's a demon and another person just all chilling out complaining about michael rebooting them and how they're not in the good place and how they miss torture janet assists taking them to the medium place to get away where they link up with mindy once again chidi really still thinks it's the almond milk on the train that has put him in this situation while they're arguing janet says we're here aren't trains neat eleanor figures out jason and tahani are probably not members of the good place as well mindy reveals they've done this before when they go to introduce themselves 15 times in fact but only wants to know if she brought cocaine like she asked her each time because mama needs her medicine why couldn't she just turn and say janet get this woman some cocaine i know janet can't listen well oh i forgot janet doesn't have powers in the medium place boom shakalaka boom shakalaka boom that's michael sure talking to me right now she explains sometimes they're in pairs but sometimes eleanor is alone but she always comes here sometimes stays for a while but always leaves after formulating a plan and has written down each of their failed attempts to conquer michael one of them stating catch that magic panda 
and eleanor says that must have been jason and she says that guy has no clue what's going on which he does not and we see that in the very next episode as michael is thinking on an idyllic bridge when jason's like hey homie (laughs) and he says jason he's like jason he's like oh wait i'm not jason i'm uh he's like look fuck it i need someone to bounce some ideas off of and you're the only one around and by the way you're not in the good place you're in the bad place eleanor and chidi are still arguing as he thinks it's pointless when they're trying to come up with a plan and she thinks he's boring and irritating get out of here you meanie she goes to vent to mindy who really is the version of eleanor (laughs) being confronted with herself but she drops that she has heard this all before that's why she's not listening to it right now and that y'all two got it bad for each other she even taped them confessing their love and the fact that they've had sex a lot of times and it happened twice without her knowing so she made sure she put a peephole in for the third time you're so nasty and we see them saying i love you to each other and they slept together 20 times eight different days and she's like look i've only ever said eleanor that is i love you to stone cold steve austin and a guy she mistook for stone cold steve austin and she brings up the reboot so eleanor leaves with the tape interesting she doesn't tell chidi when they get back on the train because she tells uh chidi and janet let's go michael and jason are talking michael starts saying i'm in a situation and jason's like hmm he's like shut up (laughs) but jason is still able to give some words of wisdom he was part of a dance crew dance dance resolution until he framed one of the dude's girlfriends so that dude started his own hashtag doug life and challenged them to a dance-off and they came together like never before and slashed the other crew's tires it was dope the end this inspires michael to team up with them as eleanor points out when he gets there to her house that is that they're they're winning the humans that is he's losing they have the power and he's like yeah and i'm being blackmailed so i've got a i got a proposal let's team up certainly had fun with these episodes definitely more fun with the second one and i can't wait to see what we do next now that we are kind of frenemies but my thoughts aren't the only things that matter let's jump into the feedback shy i am here to talk about the good place season two episode one and two so we start out with um well we ended season one with everyone's minds being rebooted and starting from scratch michael doing take two of his experiment um 
to torture, slowly torture Chidi, Eleanor, Tahani, and Jason. And so we get, I'm probably going to blend both the episodes together because it's pretty much the same concept in both that Michael is rebooting, well he originally rebooted and they tried this version where everyone had different soulmates and um, for some reason they picked Eleanor, still picked Eleanor as being the one that realizes that she's, I guess because she was the worst out of the four. Of course, you know, Jason is supposed to be this silent monk, so it's kind of hard unless they rearrange his whole thing, but he's not the brightest, <laughs> brightest uh, light bulb out there. So, yes. But in this case, because she left that note for herself to find Chidi, she found out a lot quicker that things were not right and that they were indeed in the bad place and you know of course all the actors quote-unquote actors that were there to for the sole purpose of torturing these four people um so the next episode two was the many different takes on all that they've done which was funny uh just a different um <laughs> just to see michael um so, you know just slowly sink into depression of whether or not this was gonna work and then we have i don't even know her name the one that was the original eleanor because she had so many names so um, i i really i guess she i'll just call her that the real Eleanor from season one is, you know, narcissistic and just all about me, all about me. So not too surprising at the end of the episode, she's black, basically blackmailing Michael that she's going to go to, I don't remember the guy's name, but the boss, um, unless she unless Michael gives in to her demands that she wants to be the one to be in control of the bad place and put everything in place because if left up to Michael she was only getting small parts she wasn't shining like she did in the original one or the one we saw in season one so um of course this is where Eleanor finds out then that her and Chidi get it on and that they were sexually involved with each other and different versions of the many versions that have been out there so yeah these were funny episodes i chuckled i mean again um i'm, I'm it's not something that i'm like oh my gosh i gotta watch it but it's you know it's a good comic relief it's something that is a good break especially after watching the expanse last night it's good to have a show that you can unwind with and just not have to take too seriously not have to think too much about um, just enjoy it and for what it is so I appreciate that about this show I'm still on the fence about whether or not I'm liking where they're going with it this season I 
really did enjoy season one but with them knowing they're in a bad place is the jury still out on whether or not it's going to be as funny or as enjoyable um as when it was them you know first eleanor and chidi and then um jason them all being you know trying to scramble and stay in the good what they thought was a good place and everyone else supposedly not being unknowing but knowing that this is all this was all a a ruse was very interesting and a twist at the end for sure but it's very interesting to see how they progress from here so yeah that'll be um very um I'm looking forward to seeing how they do that. I did think it was funny when <laughs> the one time that Jason figured out everything. <laughs> and Michael's like, yeah, we've hit a new low. I mean, when you got Jason figuring it out before everybody else, yeah, you, <laughs> you got to scrap the plan. But my thing is, at what point do you just realize that this is a, this, I'm sorry, Michael, you're, you're, way of doing it is maybe it's just not a good way of doing it to torture people i mean i would think after i don't know how many attempts there were at some point you gotta throw in the towels like this isn't working none of what you've done has worked they eventually figure it out so it's not a good plan so i don't know so now they're in cahoots with michael so we'll see how this turns out uh, i guess in cahoots to go against um real Eleanor or who was real Eleanor old girl so anyway that's all I have um for this week so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy okay your shyness uh <laughs> I'm so slap happy right now um some good thoughts on the on the premiere of season two uh I think her name is Vicky. That's what I think that the real Eleanor, her that what Michael called her. So I'm sure I'm sure Mimi or um, Jaylee can correct, but I think her name is Vicky. And I will say, what this has never been tried before. So I think with Michael, the catalyst with Eleanor is that she is the queen of schemes so of course she would uh, maybe schemes is not the right word but she is diabolical in the sense that she would figure it out a lot quicker than everyone else what exactly is going on because she's looking outside from the inside and it is a rather i mean it's a good elaborate plan and i know you were like throwing the towel but i'm kind of rooting for michael in a way because it's totally better to be tortured in this fashion than having your skin flayed alive i mean (laughs) for people like eleanor who aren't great people but i don't know if they deserve to be you know roasted for all of eternity like maybe a second chance like this type of torture you know the let the let the crime or the time fit the crime yeah decapitating people i don't know about that so um i actually 
on the opposite where last season i thought towards the end it was getting a little stale with trying to not be caught because it really did not elaborate much further than that so this idea concept of that they have kind of taken over this world a little bit for themselves and it's kind of spiraling out of michael's control and now everyone's in on on the deception so to speak because by these people not telling sean and choosing to stay and want to elaborate on their roles and bite people when they sleep there is a, a different balance there and we get to play with the other characters a lot more and we get to know them as not part of the the people to push the four around but it's a us versus them kind of situation i find that exciting so I'm, I'm excited to see that um i thought it was really funny i i laughed more in these two episodes than i did all of season one so i think i'm just on the reverse there and then lastly uh i'm with you i like the lightness of this show i like that i could just jump right in uh either it's gonna make me laugh or it's not gonna make me laugh but i don't have to think too hard about it um i think that's it i wrote in my notes Uh, i feel like i wrote something right here but then i'm writing in marker and it's orange on this paper and it i can't see shit why did i do this why do i do these things but i think that pretty much covered most of the feedback and i can't wait to hear what you feel about the next two episodes so last but certainly and not least this week no Lee, but we do got mimi in the house what up christina it's mimi sending in feedback for the good place um this is season two it just said chapters 14 and 15 so i'm assuming this is supposed to be like two episodes so that's all i'm sending in feedback for i'm sending it in early so you can let me know if i need to watch um the second episode for season two because i wasn't 100 percent sure um but um it was i think it was like 50 minutes or 45 minutes or something 47 minutes so it seemed like it was two episodes in one so anyway um so I love how I, I, I honestly forgot the way this show does it, but I love how they literally start from the ending point of the last episode. So you don't really need to catch up because you're just, it's just a continuation. That's probably why it's chapters instead of episodes. But this was so funny. I, <laughs> I laughed so many times during this episode. I didn't write notes, so I'm just going to talk about the stuff that sticks out in my mind character by character uh let's talk about um Eleanor um and her (laughs) buff as uh soulmate who's a mailman that works out it's so funny like physically he's definitely her type but even like him always constantly going to the gym like even for her like he's getting on her nerve and it seemed like and then it was confirmed at the end but it seemed like every time she was trying to confess about not belonging in the good place he was trying to work out and it's funny that his dumb ass couldn't think of any else any other excuse like all he did was just take his shirt off i gotta go work out like what a moron he would have got on my nerve too attractive men that are dumb can only go so far i'm gonna tell y'all a quick story because (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember when I was a freshman at uh, the university I went to and one of my really good friends her boyfriend was on the football team so he moved into like a townhouse with a bunch of other football players and this was right when I I had in high school I didn't have a lot of relationships because I was one of the only black people there and it was a predominantly white school and at the time my dumb ass thought I didn't date white boys <laughs> that's funny considering who I'm with now and the relationships I've had afterwards but that's neither here nor there so I didn't really date so when I got to college and all these boys was paying me attention and it was all kinds of men I was all about it so there was this one dude I mean when I tell you he was gorgeous oh my god he was fine as hell and he was buff he was on the football team a college football team a starter he was so fine but he was dumb as fuck like he was so stupid like he would say stuff that would be so embarrassing and, he, and you know most people can follow the room and be like oh shit I must have said something dumb he was so dumb he didn't even notice and it would get to the point where like the secondhand embarrassment would be overwhelming for me like I couldn't function because he was so stupid and I don't care how gorgeous that man was how good his body was he was very nice to me but the dumb in him I couldn't do it like I our relationship lasted for like two months and I couldn't even go over to my friend's boyfriend's house anymore because he would always be like, you know, we get along so well. Why? I didn't want to tell him, like, dude, you're fucking stupid. I can't date someone that's fucking dumb. Like, what if we get married and have kids? I don't want to have to do everything for you because you, you're stupid and all you can do is play football. So I just told him, you know, I didn't want a relationship because I'm trying to focus on my studies, which was a lie because freshman year in college was my whole phase just fyi but dude was dumb so when eleanor's guy kept taking his shirt off and was like oh i gotta go work out i could just tell man stupid as hell and then it was confirmed because the only reason he used that excuse was because um michael told him just say you gotta go work out like that was a suggestion not literally just say that and that's all you dummy like that that was honestly funny um, okay, so um, Eleanor is trying to figure out who Chidi is, and she's going up to everyone, talking about, like, she went to Jason, are you Chidi? And then he gave her a little piece of the bike that he took off his soulmate's, his best friend's bike. Um, and then finally, she sees Chidi at the uh, party, but Chidi is going through his own crisis because the person he's supposed to be his soulmate <laughs> ended up not being his soulmate even though it is his soulmate but he doesn't want to make a choice because it's cheating <laughs> so he's just sitting there miserable with that was it oh what was her name angelique was the black girl i can't remember the other girl's name but they were clearly uh, not compatible at all and then michael's trying to say that's your soulmate like i love how everyone just felt like everything was like something isn't right and poor tahani her boyfriend or her soulmate was like half her size and then she she was had to wear cargo pants everything about that was hilarious michael went straight in for the kill like he didn't ease them into the shenanigans he went in and i think that was his mistake you went too hard too fast like there is no way this is a good place that my soulmate is a whole head shorter than me. <laughs> Poor Tahani. 
<laughs> and then they had the audacity to have the picture of her sister on the wall. Like, whose idea was this? Michael need his ass whooped. That was so effed up. Um, and then when Tahani got drunk and she did that speech, uh, or she interrupted Eleanor's speech to, um, like, get have a drunk so-and-so like I I don't know how what you were gonna describe what she did but when she flipped over the table and set the curtains on fire I died like I remember laughing so hard I couldn't breathe and I had to like when I actually got my composure back I had to rewind because I had missed so much (laughs) it was so funny I was like I did not remember that happening oh my god poor Tahani embarrassed the shit out of herself talking about some this huge house i want this house no i'm kidding but no i really i want this house (laughs) it was so funny they really play her in that little shed of a house with her tiny husband and her cargo pants oh tahani poor tahani then jason soulmate was another silent monk and then that ill that yak milk oh my god it was disgusting oh it was thick when janet like presented it and the glass was like this thick creamy i was like (laughs) (laughs) his face when he took a sip of it i was like i felt that like oh yeah nasty that was so funny and then i love how um you know eleanor figured it out again she was like something isn't adding up i wrote myself a note and i found chidi and bam like in your face michael you're basic I love that. I love that. But then he's like, oh, that was very clever, you bitch. But yeah, now I know what happened. Restart. So that whole episode was so funny. Everything about it, the torture, the way he was talking to his demons uh, and having them uh, be actors talking about. So can we bite to like, shut up, dude. He said 16 times you can't bite people. Be quiet. <laughs> Stop asking questions. And then poor Vicky. <laughs> she was the main star and now she a side character with a raggedy limp. That that was funny too. I like this episode. Um, and huh, I, it just reminds me of why I enjoy watching this show. Because it's, it's really funny. Like it is very funny. And it's kind of the kind of humor that I don't think I ever would have considered watching like I think if I'd have known what this show was about I might have not been interested it was just one of those things on Netflix and it was like um suggested to me so I was like why not and then it turned out to be pretty funny and the episodes were short so it was easy to binge so um I really really think this show is hilarious um can't wait until I hear what you guys think um I do think you'll like this season better than the first season and season three better too, um, Christina. I know you had some quins about uh, the first season, but I think personally it really picked up with season two and season three. Um, Season four was good too, but I think two and three were my favorite. Um, So I'm going to end it here. Um, Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. You know, every time I hear you driving, Mimi, I kind of miss driving. (laughs) Just a little bit. Not a whole bunch because it's winter. I might feel differently when it's spring. I told my daughter, I said, look, we got to do something with our lives every day because we're losing motivation. Why she just decided to go. I don't know why I'm off on this 
a tangent, but she just decided to clean the refrigerator. She's like, I'm just, I, I'm not going to waste away. I'm going to clean the refrigerator. I'm like, you too, you boo. She got me in there too. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should make some links for myself. <laughs> Don't let myself fall. Look, I've been quarantining since quarantine been quarantined. So look, I, I don't know what you want me to say. My mom tells me every weekend, like, why are you such a hermit? Bitch, I'm quarantining. There was never a lift to the restriction. Where am I supposed to go? Where am I supposed to go? But back to the episode. Yes, I really like these two episodes. I know I didn't give them like nines or anything like that, but they were really funny. The scenes that did make me laugh out loud. The Tahani was incredibly terribly hilarious because it fit her so much. Uh, and her drunken speech was hilarious and then her falling <laughs> and setting the curtains on fire was not expected and it was great um I will say uh, the only other comment I really have to because I agree with everything in your feedback was you know um I usually don't like really really pretty men I know I say that but like jock like football jock kind of um they usually that's why it took me so long to look at Chris Evans like his personality is more attractive to me than his face and I know a lot of women are like bitch but his face I'm like yes it is very attractive do not get me wrong but if you were just to present me with his attractive form I would not slobber over it that that those are the guys I can't deal with because for those exact reasons nine times out of ten they don't have a brain and that's just not everyone hey some with a brain they get in the gym and they work out and they can have the best of both worlds i'm not saying that does not exist i'm saying my experience in 37 years nine times out of ten they don't have a brain so but it's not only really buff dudes too and let me tell you you was like oh i didn't want to tell him i told my ex straight up to his face like i hate that i have to dumb myself down to speak with you he really did not like that it against me fucking 13 years later if you ever ask him what's the uh, you just get a casual conversation for 20 minutes and they're like remember that time you told me you had to dumb yourself down for yeah i remember fucker that's when you should have (laughs) known this was not gonna work your ass was still um looking confused and it wasn't just because he was stupid on a stupid level i mean it was that too but he also was trying i mean trying his goddamn best to emotionally manipulate me that was the fucking weird part it's like you not like motherfucker anyhow so that's my story <laughs> like i say on my page 100 percent will say it <laughs> I was at the point where I hated him though. He left my ass in a hospital room talking about he needed me time. So, yeah. If you want to send feedback on the next episode of The Good Place, you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. My social medias will be down below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.